Welcome to Quarter Life Archives, a podcast about the highs and the lows of going through your quarter life. We're your hosts, Noni and Karina. Welcome back to Quarter Life Archives. On this episode, we'll be talking about growing up and realizing some things that we wish that we knew when we were younger, as well as getting a new perspective on things. And today we have another guest with us. We have Sean. Hey Hello. guys. <laughs> Hello, Sean. Hey, what's up? Welcome, Sean. Um, happy to be here. Happy to talk to you guys about this topic. I think it's really interesting for sure. Sorry, last minute, but... um. You know, I'm, I'm here to help. I'm here to uh, provide insight. <laughs> you don't need to call us out like that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we thought it'd be nice to get another person's perspective because both Karina and I are women. And as well, we realized that our childhood and growing up, you know, our experiences were very similar. So we thought we'd get a male's perspective on things. All right, then let's get straight to it. How about we start by talking about some of the things that you wish you knew as a teenager that you know now? Um, I think for me, I just wish that little Noni, like teenager Noni, didn't care much about what other people think. Because when you get to university, you realize no one cares about what you did in high school. You know, I wish I took more chances, I guess. I wasn't really scared about like what other people thought. Yeah. Yeah, no, that's for sure. I think it's the same for, like, guys, too. Mm-hmm. So what, what are these, like, things, like, as a girl that you you thought um, that people were, like, thinking about you when you were in high school? I don't know. I just wish I experienced more things, went to more parties or, or you know, dated more, I guess, because I was just so scared of associating myself with, you know, different people. And I would really just stick to my own friend group, you know, and not really socialize as much. Because I thought people would think of me differently if I was hanging out with this person or if I dated this person. When the matter of fact is, now I look at the people who were like the topic of gossip in high school or whatever, and no one talks about them no more, you know? It, 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 no one cares about what you did in high school, you know? Yeah, for sure. I think for me as well, I was just naturally such a goody two-shoes. Yeah, same. And I don't think that would have ever really changed about me even if my mindset changed if I'm honest but I I just wish that I like you said I I did more new things I you know explored more with going out or trying new hobbies especially when you have the time you know I feel like now that you're older you feel like you don't have any time to do things for yourself whereas Mm -hmm. back then all you had to do was homework and other than that you know you could do whatever it is that you wanted yeah. I wish that I realized that from a young age, but again, we were also, you know, dumb kids, dumb teens. How would we know? I do understand, like, I feel like everybody is for sure, like, different what they experience in high school. I mean, uh, so now I'm, like, I'm working as a tattoo artist in uh, Jakarta in Japan, and it's been, like, a really long journey to, like, become who I am now, because um, in middle school and high school, I was, like, just, like, this really nerdy kid who loved anime, you know, and... Uh, I did, like, a lot of magic. <laughs> <laughs> okay, you can so say cool. it. You can yeah. say it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 
Yeah, I, I did a lot of magic. You know, I did like magic shows for my for my school and did stuff. Did you actually? I was pretty good. Yeah, I was I was very good. Yeah, but um, <laughs> in front of everyone. Yeah, in front of everybody, and I I kind of just wanted to like make friends. You know, mm-hmm. like so, but I also liked you know magic and like I don't know like when I was younger it was kind of cool and like I thought like. You know, if I could do like a really good magic trick, then uh, maybe some girls would like me. You know, and I, that could be like <laughs> it's like the furthest from the fucking truth for sure. <laughs> Pardon my language. It's okay. Well, I think it takes incredible courage to not only do magic but <laughs> do magic in front of the entire school. I wish I had those guts. I think me too. That's one yeah. of the things as well that I wish. I mean, even older Karina still struggles with this, but young Karina cared way too much about what other people thought of me and like what I would feel like if I failed in doing something. I mean, I also danced my entire life. I had like dance performances and I was known for not being able to get out of my own head. You know, like I wouldn't, I would go on the stage and it would be really hard for me to smile just because I was like concentrating so hard to not mess anything up. And I wish I didn't have that so much. I think I just had, like, um, stupid courage for no reason. <laughs> like, I was just, like, stupidly confident in myself. But, like, if you didn't do magic, magic <laughs> <laughs> I probably wouldn't be who I am today if really? I did magic, for sure. Really? Yeah. Magic yeah. made you? No, I do mean... Do you still practice magic? No, I don't do any more magic. I kind of grew out Shame. of it. It was, like, a middle school phase, for sure. Mm. Plus, I think this, that's what that's one thing I kind of wanted to talk about, too. Because, like, okay. in high school, um, so I stopped doing magic. And, like, suddenly the interest became from, like, um, doing what I love and, like, doing what things that I like into, like, how do I, how do I not make a complete fool out of myself, you know? Or, like, how do, mm. I, how do I just be, like, cool and, like, fit in with everybody else and stuff? I don't know. What, what, about, what is it, like, with you guys? What do you mean? Like, what we gave up to fit in? Yeah, did you guys ever, like, feel that? Or did you guys just continue pursuing what you liked? I mean, for me, it's not like... You know, I definitely did a lot of things to fit in a bit more. It wasn't necessarily, like, losing an interest. But it was more of just, like, letting things pass by. As in, I was so much more of a pushover, I feel, when I was in high school and middle school. Especially middle school, I think. And then... You know how you have, like, a group of friends and then one person would, like, everyone would pick on, like, one person and that one person was yeah. me. So it was, like, more of, you know, I just let that pass and be like, you know, it's fine, just pick on me because I want to fit in. Whereas Aww. it's not okay. It's not okay to, <laughs> like, yeah. It's not okay. Yeah, or sure. It hurts, you know. It hurts, it hurts. But, you know, and it, but it was, like, I was known for that person. And it was amongst, like, I would say, it wasn't my close friend group, but it was amongst my friend group. So it was normalized. Kids are mean. Yeah. Kids are crazy. crazy. Mean. Kids are fucking mean. It's crazy. <laughs> it's just, like, everybody's so mean in middle school and, like, high school. Mm-hmm. More in uni because you are put into a situation where you don't know anybody else. So, like, nobody knows how cool or uncool you were. You can just reinvent yourself. You know, nobody gives a shit if you were a queen bee or not, you know? I don't think that I actually gave up something that I loved for the sake of fitting in. I mean, I already mentioned I I did dance my entire, like, life. Mm -hmm. And that, I have to say, gave me major FOMO a lot of times because I would have to go to dance practice like yeah 
like five hours a week and three times a week and often on Saturdays. And then all the parties were always on Saturdays, of course. So I always felt like I was missing out on something. I think for me, I just tried really hard to be liked by everyone. Mm -hmm. And I also tried, I mean, I grew up with my brother and like a bunch of guy friends as well. So I always tried to be that like cool girl, like fit in with the guys as well as with the girls. So looking back, what is one of the things that you were most insecure about? Um, Let's see. I think I was most insecure about... um, like my body and stuff Mm -hmm. for sure i was uh in middle school i was yeah while i was doing magic and stuff i was also really 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 skinny like i just didn't like to eat that much i don't know why like um so i i weighed i think like 50 kilos and i was like 180 85 like centimeters tall oh wow so in high school i like started working out and stuff for the wrong reasons and it took me a while to like realize uh, like why I'm working out like for the good reasons you know it's just like to make yourself feel happy not to impress other people for yeah. sure yeah I feel like with I mean with girls I think it's definitely the same thing but I don't know did you have anyone call you out for that for like working out no for like being super skinny oh all the time really yeah I was okay. I'd just be like walking down the hallway and they're like you know like hey eat some fucking food you know? <laughs> no. and I'm like why why would you say that to me you know but I mean I like I wouldn't let myself get picked on either I would I would always like talk back you know okay that's good yeah no I feel like just everyone is like super insecure about their body growing up even until this point yeah but like Especially when you're a teenager because everyone's super vocal about their yeah, opinions. It's crazy. It's, it, it hits you more. Like when I was younger, boys were so mean. Boys and girls. So I was super skinny as well, yeah. And they'd make fun of me like having no boobs. And that was so That's mean. That's harsh. That's so... It's so... Yeah. something you can't change. It's something, something you can't, can't change. change. What are you supposed to do? Exactly. I mean, you can change. Yeah, but like options. But not when you're 14. <laughs> not when you're 14. Yeah. And when you're... And especially <laughs> when you're like... And especially when you're like 12, you know, you also haven't gone through puberty. And I was very late in that area. And it wasn't just the guys, yeah? It was the girls as well, which sucked even more. I remember one time, it was like my birthday. I think I was in ninth grade. I was ordering food and a group of guys came. They were like this like cool group of guys, you know? Like the really popular dudes, did the sports stuff and everything. So me, basically. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah, no, they came by. I was ordering, I was minding my own business and they were like, oh, one of the dudes was like in my class and he was like, oh, happy birthday, Nani. I was like, oh, thank you. And then he was like, oh, I hope you get bigger boobs. <laughs> the guy said that? What a dick. What a fucking the dick, The guy dude. said that. Did you, like, did you like nut, crack no. his fucking nut or no. something? Dude? That's how you should have done. You know? No, I didn't do anything. I was like, thank Flush you. And then it was so annoying as well because it was in front of, like, his guy friends. And I'm yeah. there like, thanks. Yeah, no, you should have said, like, yeah, you got, like, bigger boobs than me, bro, or some <laughs> shit like that, you know? Again, I was such a pushover when I was younger, so I didn't do much about it. But it was, like, annoying because the girls also did the same thing as well. So I was just like, oh, That, to me, the guys doing it, I kind of expect. Yeah. But the girls being shitty to you, too, that is so sad. For me, I would say there are a couple of things, if we're talking about, like, body, that 
I was insecure about number one, my body hair. Mm. Um, That's so true. I feel like, especially because I'm quite, I'm quite hairy, and it took me a long time to start accepting and loving, you know, my hair for what it is, which is plentiful, which is beautiful. Um, (laughs) And I remember begging my mother to let me shave my legs because she was because she said like I wasn't allowed to shave my arms because she said I would regret it um because she said at the time it would grow back like rougher and more which is a myth eventually she finally let me uh shave my legs and all all of the girls in my class had the same obsession like I know that all of us were really insecure about our body hair, especially because I don't know what it is, but some guys have like no body hair. Yeah, no, I agree. Mm. I had like this one dude in my class. He had no body hair like whatsoever. A- he was clean in the armpits, everything. The Michael Sarah, which is fine. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> super clean. <laughs> it's totally fine if guys have no body hair, but at the time, because I was so like. It was so ingrained to me that having body hair was not womanly. It wasn't yeah. feminine. Mm-hmm. And I remember sitting in like class and like if even if you're writing and your arms are like next to each other, I would compare my arms yeah. with like the guys next to me and be like, what is going on? Like, why <laughs> what is, is there so on? much hair on me? <laughs> yeah. That was something that I was insecure about. Yeah, I, don't, I don't know about um, like... Uh, I think I feel like Europeans or Americans in general hit puberty faster than like Indonesians, or Asians in general. Or Asians in general, yeah, for sure. Yeah, I don't know. As I hit puberty, like like when I was like in like elementary. Oh really? Yeah, like oh, I was super of... late. I was like I was almost in high school. I was yeah. in ninth grade. That's what I said. I, like, no, I, I had like I had like acne like my start of middle school until the end of it. And no, like... acne is another thing, man. Really? Yeah. Yeah, and then, like, it just, like, stopped, like, in high school. And then everybody else got acne, so. So you were, like, before everyone so, yeah, else. I was, like, I've done my time. <laughs> <laughs> See yeah. you guys on the other side. <laughs> <laughs> I also started really early. Like, I got acne, I think. I started at 10. Yeah, like, I 11. Got, yeah, same, like, 11, 12. And sure. I started, I was one of the tallest girls in the class, and I was such a, like, I was so proud of it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Until I wasn't. Until you weren't. <laughs> and now I'm one of the shortest in the class. But yeah, I I developed very early on, and that includes my chest area. Yes. And I guess this is where I had, like, the opposite experience of Noni. Yes. Um, <laughs> in which I just, I had a lot of attention on me because of it. I wasn't one of the, I wasn't the only girl in my class to have, like, a big chest from a young age. But I don't know, looking back, it's... Yeah, it was really bothersome because on the one hand, yeah, I, lo- I love my boobs. But also on the other hand, the amount of times that like my guy friends have poked my boobs or thrown what? things into my cleavage and I would just like mm-hmm. brush they it off and be like, yeah, things? whatever. Yeah, they throw things. I'm glad to know that you've never thrown anything <laughs> no, into Mary. someone's cleavage. But <laughs> yeah. what, why would they throw things? That, that's weird. What did they expect? They're going to like bounce off. like, what are they? yeah no so oh, everyone has their own that. struggles <laughs> it's okay yeah <laughs> i think you'd find it funny to know it's also her friends that she still hangs out with now oh, really? <laughs> yeah <laughs> that is hilarious we've grown yeah. <laughs> 
Yeah. I mean, I even found out that my boyfriend now, that he, he used did to do that, that too. when he was younger, too. Oh, my he God. He did that when he was younger, too. Is that just, like, I'm a Hong Kong you. thing? Do you do that? I don't know if it's just a... Whoever's listening, let us know if it's just a Hong Kong <laughs> thing for teenage pubescent boys to throw things into <laughs> what girls' oh I mean, I've never heard of any of my Indogal friends experience that so no, i mean yeah hanging out with my friends too it'd be kind of weird to just be like hey guys let's like throw some stuff at this girl in like the other class <laughs> <laughs> like dude what are you on <laughs> so would you say karina or sean have you reached a point in which you you're more confident than in yourself um confident i think the word i would say like i'm very comfortable uh mm. with myself i think confident like it just comes and goes for yeah. sure. You got, you, got, you got like highs and lows for sure. But I'm at the point where like I don't really care anymore like what people say or think. And I'm just kind of like comfortable and happy like where I am and stuff. And it's taken like a long time for sure. Yeah. I think for me like Sean it definitely comes and goes. I've had periods where I feel like I'm the most confident I've ever been and then I've had other periods where I just feel low and I think post and it really depends on what's going on in my life so after I graduated from high school and I went on my gap year because I was longing so much for this opportunity and I was working I think that was when I was at my most confident because I was just having such a great time I was doing good work I was getting acknowledged you know, that all contributed to boosting my confidence. And then the beginning of university was also great. I would say now, especially during the pandemic, it's definitely taken a hit on my confidence. Mm -hmm. I think it depends on what kind of insecurities we're talking about, though. Like if we're talking about body insecurities, if we're talking about, I don't know, you know, dumb shit that you used to be worried about when you were younger, I would say I've definitely grown out of that. But now it's more like... I guess, serious adult insecurities. Serious adult uh, yeah. insecurities. Yeah, like my mortgage you know? and uh, my kids and my wife. Those are my insecurities. <laughs> oh, yeah, for sure. Um, the problems do seem really far away now, yeah, once you think about it. Like, now we're thinking about, like, other things for sure. And it's, like, when we were kids, like, the smallest thing that did not matter, actually, we, like, thought of it, like, over and over, you yeah. know? I remember in, in high school or, like, I think it was in high school or something, and if I would do, like, something just, like, just not that doesn't even matter, you know, like, like embarrassing to a girl that I had a crush on or yeah. something, you know, I'd be, like, you know, like, lock myself up in the room for, like, a week or something, I'd be, like, why did I do this, you know, like, yeah, bang I, my head on the I table. I still do that, man. <laughs> <laughs> really? Yeah. Until I pull her out of the depths. Yeah, Karina has to pull me out. Um, yeah, no, I think it's still an ongoing process for me, I feel. Like, I mean, there are definitely days where I'm more confident, but there's definitely times where I still think about my old insecurities and I'm still like, yeah, I guess I'm, I am still kind of care about what people think. I'm definitely not like, you know, there are still times that I do, I feel that I still seek for validation. Mm. And it's not, yeah. and, and it's, it could be as simple as, you know, if I post a selfie on like Instagram, like, I think, why am I posting a selfie on Instagram? You know what I mean? Because you're yeah. gorgeous. Thank you, Karina. Yeah, but I mean, you could just post it, post a selfie on Instagram because you feel great yeah, about I yourself. Yeah, I feel great you know? about myself. But I feel like sometimes there's still definitely... Aspects where, like, you're seeking validation from others. Yeah. Interesting. For um, sure. 
even though it's not like the main thing that I'm doing, and I try not to. Yeah, for sure. I understand. I mean, of course, you want to be like respected by other yeah. people, you know, and like yeah. you want to be seen as this person that you think you are. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the most important thing is self validation for sure. I think when you grow up, you just at a point where, um, you just really, you it's like it's really controllable, you know. So, let's say I would I would be like I would be feeling super unconfident this one day, mm. but. It wouldn't really affect much anymore. Besides, I would just like not talk that much. Like I would, I would still be the same person. Cause I know that like it's just something that's like temporary, like whatever. And why do I care? Like, yeah. I don't know. Maybe, maybe guys and girls are different. Maybe it's just me. Maybe everybody's different. I think now that I'm older, I'm able to rationalize yeah. things. Yeah, that's, more. that's what and I was talking. I yeah, definitely sure. have a better coping mechanism and. I would say that in most parts of life where I feel like the concerns are more trivial, I have definitely grown. Let's, I mean, I, okay, yeah, I can say this easily because I have a long-term boyfriend, but even before my boyfriend, I feel like I reached a point where I was completely happy with who I was as a person on my own. And I didn't think I ever needed some guy to like make me whole either. And I think that's why I ended up having a successful relationship as well because I realized that this person isn't going to be my entire life because I also am my own person or this is why as well whenever Noni you know back in university had like you know guy issues whether it's Noni or any of my other girlfriends like I feel like so many times we overthink things and it keeps us from taking on new opportunities or getting to know new people because we're always worried like oh my god what if I mess this up you know like oh my god it's going to be so embarrassing I mean so what you're embarrassed for like a couple hours a day and then you move on it doesn't matter there's no real consequence from taking chances I feel like in in those senses yeah that's true you should always take chances I think it's very good like um rule of thumb (laughs) 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 that that, how like that's like yeah Yes, um, Karina's always trying to get me out there. Thank you, Karina. <laughs> I'm living vicariously through Noni. She is. <laughs> <laughs> I vouch for that. That's fair. I do have a question for you, Sean. Okay. I realized we forgot to ask this earlier, but when you were a teenager, you and your guy friends, did you guys care a lot about losing your virginity and how experienced you were? Oh, um, that's super interesting. I think it just really depends on, like, your school environment and, like, who you're friends with, for sure. Um, I, I did lose my virginity in high school, I think. Uh, yeah, for sure. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but um, I didn't tell anybody, actually. I didn't, I didn't tell anybody, like, it's just nothing, like, you can, it's, like, something personal, you know, like, you don't really talk about it, yeah. for sure. To answer your question, I think that uh, some guys do, for sure, like, care, and they make fun of other people who have not lost their virginity yet, you know. And some guys just don't care, and yeah, so, yeah, people just, like, they, the expectation here is different. They they want to get married first before they have any uh, sexual relations with, like, anybody else. Looking at my friends as well, everyone's gone through that process differently. I would definitely say that I was one of the girls who cared less, but that was also because I wasn't getting any action anyway. So then I told myself, 
I don't need no body. <laughs> so if you don't need no body, you can't get hurt anyway, right? Hell yeah. <laughs> so that was my mindset. <laughs> yeah, I definitely see some of my other friends, though, unfortunately trying to find validation through being wanted by boys. Mm. Oh, yeah, but, for sure. You know, when you're a teenager, you don't know better. You think that's what you need. That's what you need to be recognized for you to feel confident. Yeah, also the dynamics is very different, I think. If a girl loses her virginity in high school or something, it's like looked down upon. Yeah. At least in Indonesia. And yeah. I don't I I think in America too, like really? yeah, for sure. Really? Bullying and stuff. Um I feel like it's it really depends on where and that's why it's so annoying. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but if a guy loses virginity in high school, like everybody's like celebrating and stuff. It's like kinda weird. So in what way do you guys think that you're schooling or your environment contributed to your self-image i think for me i just thought that i was super dumb (laughs) in school i mean in university it's different yeah because you pick things that you want to do yeah in school you don't have that much freedom for me it was weird because my when i was in high school i felt that the way in which the subjects were taught or the way the school system was made me feel like a complete idiot. <laughs> I was, I felt like I, because I was always in the bottom of my class, yeah? Okay, first of all, I thought grades meant the world. That's the first thing that I thought, really? okay? Especially, you know, when you're talking about university, you gotta get this score, you gotta get a high score. And then I was put in a class where everyone was getting straight A's Everyone was super smart. So by comparison, it wasn't that I was doing bad, but by comparison, I was absolute shit. I wasn't getting like, I wasn't failing. I wasn't, you know, I wasn't, you know, getting bad scores. I, I was averaging like a pretty all right, like 7.5. I, I think that's pretty all right. That's pretty good. But I was b- always bottom of my class. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I just felt super dumb. And I remember every parent teacher's conference, I would cry. Why? Because <laughs> I felt like, because especially during 12th grade, 11th grade, when they're trying to prepare you for uni, yeah? And we were always talking about, you know, what you could do with what your interest is. And I and because I had bad scores and everything, I mean, quote-unquote bad scores, I always thought that, you know, I didn't, couldn't go anywhere because my score shows that, you know, that, that I'm lowest in my class and I can't take this, I can't be this. You know, I just felt like it limited me in a sense I can completely sympathize with Noni because my school was like yours super academic we were known as one of the like best schools in Hong Kong and um on my side like for my class as well I know that a lot of my friends struggled because the system was very rigorous and it was like very set in its ways and if you weren't good at these base subjects then you just were not a good student or in their case their interpretation you were dumb you know and a lot of my friends really struggled because the more artistic ones the more not autistic artistic (laughs) the more artistic ones the more creative people would have their like you know their individuality crushed and their feeling of self-worth crushed because they felt like they couldn't keep up with anybody else and they they were super dumb. And the minute that they changed schools, they excelled and they were so much happier. 
Do you know what I mean? Like it's the environment around you that puts that additional pressure on you, even though you can rationalize everything and you can put logic behind it. But if you see and feel the pressure of other people doing extremely well, you naturally want to keep up. Not enough people talk about how it takes time for you to find what Mm -hmm. is interesting to you, what you're good at. And going through school isn't necessarily going to show you that. Going through university isn't also going to necessarily show you that. No, for sure. And I see it as well in my little cousins who right now are like already at a point where they're probably prepping for their SATs. And, you know, in America, it's even more like, you know even more pressure to go to these really good schools and I feel like I'm worried that she's not even enjoying her teenage years because eventually you're gonna look back and you're gonna you're gonna fucking regret not enjoying yourself dude honestly I feel like each every stage you are in I feel super overwhelmed until I get to the next stage and I'm like what the hell like that was nothing (laughs) you know yeah feel like that's such a shitty way that life works sometimes Mm -hmm. it shouldn't be the case that you're always overwhelmed i mean this goes for a lot of things um again and this connects with seeking validation i feel like there's also some sort of when i when i when i try to gain more knowledge or or try to appear smarter or get yeah or get good grades you know (laughs) in the end of the day it's you know self-validation is most important for sure But I mean, again, there's definitely a tiny part of me, you know, who's doing this because of some other people. Oh, because I I need to do this because, I don't know, my parents or something like that, you know? Yeah. My confidence and my intelligence level definitely depends on the people Mm -hmm. that I'm around. Mm -hmm. I, I was really quiet in high school. I did not like attention at all because I had enough attention in middle school, you know. Magic. Yep. You know? Like well, you kind of sought that out. Yeah, no. Performing. See, that's that's what I'm saying. So I had like stupid confidence when I was doing magic, and I think growing up a little bit more, I was like, um, like this is my teenage years, I guess. So now I'm think like when I was in my teenage years, I'm thinking like, why did I do magic? That's so cringy and so stupid. I embarrassed myself in front of so many people, all for attention. So my high school days, I was just very quiet, and I did not. I did not I did not like attention at all. And then like and then I went to university and um I realized that it was not even about attention or whatever. I was just like I liked magic when I was in middle school and that was cool, you know, like I was just doing what I wanted to do. So I have like become more of like who I originally am than who I was in high school, which is like this really quiet guy who just like you know, always, you know, brooding or emo guy (laughs) no i'm kidding sean is a is a our resident (laughs) e-boy i do have a mullet he has a mullet does that count it does (laughs) so wrapping it up let's uh end this with one last question do you guys have any advice for your younger self I would say that I would tell my younger self to stop being so scared of trying new things, of getting hurt, Um, because in life you're going to get hurt eventually and it's just going to end up building you up and making you stronger. And if you don't try new things, then you'll never know what you truly love and, you know, what interests you have. 
And the other thing I would say is that all body shapes are beautiful and that you should not put so much emphasis on your weight because I definitely struggled with that when I was younger. Yeah. Damn, that hits deep. Even yeah. now, actually, it's like it's. <laughs> I feel like it's a lot of like adult. Um, yeah, yeah. I would like to second that, Karina, <laughs> and maybe I'll add a bit more as well. Like I feel like to my younger self, Noni, I feel like you should stop comparing yourself to other people. It doesn't matter if other people have higher grades than you. You know, you shouldn't really compare your success to others. That's it. I think I think my advice would be like just to. Just generally be yourself, dude. Like, whoever you are listening, you know, you should just be yourself, no matter how cringy or how weird or how cool even you are. If somebody doesn't like you because of your being yourself, then, like, fuck that guy, you know? There there will be, like, other people who will love you and like you just because you're you. (laughs) That concludes this episode on talking about our younger selves and our insecurities Thank you so much for being here, Sean. We loved having your perspective. Hey, it was a pleasure to talk to you guys about this. It was really interesting, actually. Shout out to uh, all my homies. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for they coming. They better be listening, Sean. <laughs> <laughs> and again, thank you for staying on until this point, and we'll see you next week. Bye. 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 Bye.